welcome to Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Can you believe this week is our 99th episode? Next week, we're going to have done 100 episodes of Everything Under the Sun. I can't believe we're up to 100 so soon. Thank you so much for sending in so many questions and supporting this celebration of curiosity and for being so brilliant. This week for episode 99, we're all about cats. Let's begin with our first question, which is a very important one that comes from Paisley. Hi, Paisley. Hello, my name is Paisley and I live in London. I'm seven years old and I like drawing on vampires. My question is, why do I like water and my cat doesn't? Hi Paisley, thank you for sending me your question. Well, it's wonderful to know you like water. I do too. My favourite thing is swimming. Ideally in the sea, but also in a swimming pool or lake. Yesterday, I went swimming in a lake and then for a walk on the beach by the sea. So, lots of water for happy me. Luckily, I'm not a cat because, as you said, they don't like water. I think you know that large cats like tigers love to take dips to cool off or hunt for prey. In fact, in the world of big cats, tigers and jaguars are the most comfortable with water. Tigers are not just comfortable, they love it. In the Sundarbans in India, Bengal tigers swim between different islands. I wonder what tiger swimming is called. I'm sure we can't call it doggy paddle. Maybe we should call it kitty paddle. Big kitty paddle. What about tiger paddle? Try doing some tiger paddle next time you go for a swim. Now back to domestic cats. Some domesticated cats like swimming, like Maine Coons, Bengals and Turkish Vans. The texture of their fur seems to be more water resistant than the others. However, it is true that most cats do hate water. Cat specialists have a few theories about why. One theory suggests cats evolved in dry climates without much access to bodies of water, like lakes and rivers. So over thousands and thousands and thousands of years, cats have not been used to water, except for drinking water, so they're nervous of it and avoid it. Another theory says cats don't like water getting on their fur, because cats love to be clean and tidy, and they spend a lot of their time grooming themselves. And when their fur gets wet, it makes them feel most uncomfortable. Their fur takes a long time to dry out, which is really irritating for a cat. So that's why they don't like to go for a swim. What's more, wet fur is much heavier than dry fur. So that makes a cat less nimble if they're wet. This makes it hard for them to hunt prey and run away from predators. So getting wet isn't a good idea for a cat because they need to be able to run quickly, chase things and run away from anything trying to get them. There's also a shock factor element to why cats hate water. They're very jumpy animals. Falling into a bath or having water dropped on them can be a bit shocking for a cat and make them worried about water for the rest of their life. This is not to say that cats avoid water at all costs. Most cat owners probably have memories of their cats playing with a leaky tap. And of course, they like to drink water just like we and other mammals do. They need drinking water just like we humans to keep their bodies healthy. Did you know a species of cat called Sphinx cats are famous for having no fur? And these cats need to be bathed regularly 
from when they are kittens to keep their oily skin in check. And so they develop a tolerance, even an affinity for water. I hope that answers your question, Paisley, and thank you for sending it in. And now for our next feline question, which comes from Alba. Over to Alba. Hi, Molly. My name is Alba and I'm four. I like cats and I like my granny's dog. My question is, why do cats draw back their claws and dogs can't? Bye! Hi, Alba. This is a really good question. Hmm. Well, when a cat's paws are at rest, their claws do not disappear, like Wolverine from X-Men. Instead, they're slightly raised from making contact with the ground. They're usually covered in fur at this point, so it's not easy for us to see them when cats are relaxing. But if you look closely, you'll see the claws are there, under the fur. Cats release their claws by flexing special tendons in their paws. This makes their claws stick out, ready for use. I always feel worried if I see a cat's claws come out, as I really don't like to get scratched. Oh no! But when cats do flex their tendons in their paws and get out their claws, why do they do it? Well, cats use their claws for a few things. For hunting and protection, to scratch objects. It's a way of marking the object as their own. And to climb up objects. And when do cats retract their claws? Well, mainly they pull them back in again to walk along quietly. This is very helpful for jungle cats and other wild cats whose prey might hear them. They were walking along with their claws out. Clickety-click. They also retract their claws to protect their claws and keep them sharp. Cat's claws are their most valuable weapon, and it's important that they save them for when they need them most. Not all types of cats can retract their claws. One cat that can't is a big cat, a cheetah. Other animals that can retract their claws include foxes, whose claws are partially retractable, and even a type of frog called the hairy frog. Now, Alba, you also asked about dogs. Why don't dogs retract their claws? Well, dogs don't use their claws in the same way as cats do. Their claws are more to give them grip as they run around. So it just doesn't make sense for dogs to pull in their claws because they're often running around and they always need the grip from the claws. Some breeds like terriers and dachshunds also use their claws to dig as they were originally bred to find small animals in tunnels. Did you know dogs have scent glands in their claws? This allows them to spread their scent around and send smell mail to other dogs that may come by to send messages to each other and mark their territory. I hope that answers your question, Alba, and thank you for sending it in. Now for our next cat question from Emily. Over to Emily. Hello, my name is Emily. I'm nine years old and I live in South Africa and I like reading. And my question for you is, why are some people allergic to cats? Thank you. Hi, Emily. Thanks for the great question. Why are some people allergic to cats? Well, I've got an expert here to answer your question. His name is Adam Kay. He was a doctor and he writes books about being a doctor and the human body. And so he knows the answer to your question. Over to Adam Kay. Hi, Emily. Thanks very much for that excellent question. My name's Adam Kay. I used to be a doctor and now I'm a writer and I wrote a book called Kay's Marvellous Medicine. And hopefully I know the answer to your question. And to answer it, I need to talk a bit about your immune system. 
your immune system. It's a very important part of your body. It's basically your body's built-in antivirus software, always on duty, always ready to boot out anything that your body shouldn't have in there. Things like germs, you know, viruses and bacteria and fungi and all sorts of stuff like that. And they are very, very good at their job. And it's all quite complicated and they do it in all sorts of different ways. And we're very grateful to them. But we all overreact sometimes. I know I do. Maybe you drop your ice cream or something. It doesn't really matter, but sort of think it's the end of the world and you have a massive old strop about it. <gasps> no! Your immune system can overact just like we can. And that's exactly what allergies are. So your body's treating a perfectly normal thing like an enemy. And you can have allergies to all sorts of things like pollen or grass, which is known as hay fever, all sorts of different types of food, like peanuts, and even, unfortunately, things like cat and dog hair. And so basically, allergies mean that your body sends out unnecessary antibodies, which are the things, the weapons that normally attack the bugs. And these antibodies give you symptoms like wheezes or sneezes or itchy eyes or a skin rash. Normally, they're not too bad and you just have to do your best to avoid the things that cause the symptoms. And that doesn't mean often that you never have to touch a cat, but maybe you have to clean your room more often and make sure that all the cat hair gets cleaned up. And some people's allergies are a bit more serious and they have to take some medicines called antihistamines, which help the symptoms to calm down. And the good news is that lots of people grow out of those allergies as they get older. But some people's allergies are extremely serious. And that means that their throat can swell up and even they could stop breathing. And that's known as anaphylaxis. And you might know someone who's extremely allergic to something like bee stings or peanuts or latex which is a kind of rubber and you'll know that that's very serious and people who are at risk of that kind of allergy called anaphylaxis should always carry a special kind of injection around with them called an EpiPen which is used in an emergency to inject adrenaline into their leg usually to save their life but luckily that's very rare and hopefully that explains why some people's cats make them sneeze. so much Adam for your wonderful answer and I really hope that answers your question Emily. Now last week we had a competition to win a copy of wonderful Giles Andre's new book Brave Day. I asked you to send in a rhyme and here are the winning entries. Hello my name is Fraser and I'm four and I'm going to tell you a rhyme. Okay here's my rhyme. Like and bite. Hello, my name is Cormac and I like playing football. I am seven and my rhyme is four and ball. Congratulations to both of you. You will soon have a signed copy of Brave Dave on its way to your home. I hope you love it and it helps you make up lots of other brilliant rhymes. And now for a quick bonus cat question from Astrid. Over to Astrid. My name's Astrid. I'm three and I like cats. And why do cats have tails? Hi Astrid, thanks for your great question. Well, cats have tails for balance and for communicating. They move it around as they walk, run and jump to balance their bodies. Like you might if you're walking along a wall, you might put your arms out and move your arms from side to side to help you balance as you walk. 
Think about that next time you walk along something. That's what a cat is doing with its tail. Cats also use their tails to communicate. On a calm cat, a straight-up tail with a hook tip is a friendly greeting, while an aggressive cat may just have its tail straight up. Did you know cats can see in the dark six times better than humans? And they tend to prefer women to men because women have higher-pitched voices, which cats rather like. I hope that answers your question, Astrid, and thank you for sending it in. And I'm so glad you're loving your copy of Everything Under the Sun, the book. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a lovely week. Tune in next week for our 100th episode when we have Dame Joanna Lumley answering a great question about the Queen. A huge thank you to Adam Kay for telling us about why some people are allergic to cats and to Paisley, Emily, Alba and Astrid for this week's questions and to Giles Andre for sending out the winning copy of Brave Dave. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and audio networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you have a question you would like answered, do send it in to molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk and get yourself a copy of Everything Under the Sun, the book from all good bookshops and on Amazon. Wishing you all a wonderful cat-filled week, unless you don't like cats. But whatever you get up to, have a brilliant time. And I'll see you next week for the 100th episode. Sending lots of sunshine. A big thank you to Banjo Robinson and all the question askers. Thank you and goodbye. (laughs) 